there's less of the things that we need and too much of the things that we don't need. And I feel like we've come to a tipping point where that has to change for the survival of our planet, of our relationships, of our people. And I think there's going to be a lot of good to come out of the ashes when that time comes. Welcome to Exploring Mind and Body with Drew Tadia. Drew is an expert in nutrition, fitness, lifestyle, and more. And he wants to help you live a healthier, longer, and more active life. Now here's your host, Drew Tadia. Welcome to another edition of Nationally Syndicated Exploring Mind and Body. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning in and being a part of our True Form Life community. We're coming at you with a brand new show. We appreciate whether you're listening on terrestrial radio across the country or as a podcast around the world. We certainly wouldn't be here without you. So stick around. We got all that coming up. This is Exploring Mind and Body. Naturally improve your lifestyle one show at a time with your host, Drew Tadia. I tried to make a reel of pictures on Instagram of our Halloween. So we've been messing around. We've been having some fun with Halloween recently. And I had, we had a friend that bought a bunch of skeletons. And so I started putting the skeletons around the house and like at tables and different positions on a, on a, like a horse chair. <laughs> I took some pictures of that, but um, that was fun. That was fun. And then I got to tell you, so we did this thing. I haven't put any pictures up on Facebook yet. We just did it last night. But we carve pumpkins. And then there's this thing going on around a, a TikTok of you, like, take pictures of yourself with your pumpkins on your head. It was awesome. I think there was, how many was that? Two, four, seven of us, I think. And we took pictures in a, in a country field with the pumpkins on our head. <laughs> it was so much fun. Oh, my gosh. And I love Halloween. I, I love Halloween. And then it's, but it's hard to, like, find other people that want to do stuff for Halloween. So um, usually we carve pumpkin. But then often that pumpkin is later. We do the pumpkin like right around Halloween. So we don't get the full effect. Like just, does anyone else like Halloween? Anyone else Halloween fans here? So it's not like the full, like Halloween's already started. We've already carved pumpkins. We already took some fun pictures. So that's a little bit different than not at all. <laughs> so a few, I'll just run through some quick Halloween tips and then I'll let you guys carry on with your morning. But so when it comes to Halloween, it's, I think it's, it's super important to understand that the candies have already started. Like Halloween is on the 31st of October. Well, I got to tell you real quick, I was in Australia one year and they don't really do Halloween. I was, I was in Australia for Halloween and it wasn't very enjoyable because they don't really celebrate it. So that was a bit disappointing. <laughs> but we were often in, last couple of years, we were in LA for Halloween. Well, maybe last year they didn't do any Halloween stuff. But the two years before we were in, LA for Halloween and it was so much fun. It was more for adults because you like adults dressing up when they're sitting out outside. Of course, the weather is much, much nicer and they're outside and they're having a, um, having dinner outside or they're dressed up or they're doing their trick or treating and the, the adults, more adults dress up with kids than here. And I think it's really cool how, how they do it. And for, for here, like maybe, I don't know if it's because of the small town, but also we went to Calgary one year. I thought maybe small town would be more kids orientated, which is fine. Like it's a great holiday or it's a great thing for kids too. But, um, I'm, I want to have fun too. <laughs> I want to have some Halloween fun. <coughs> but so we, then we went to this haunted house a couple of years in Calgary, a couple of years ago, maybe it's probably longer than that, three years ago. 
and uh, it, we were like the oldest ones there. There wasn't. It was all like teenagers and or like early college maybe. And I, I just thought it wasn't wasn't all that fun. You want to go places where you don't feel like you're the oldest person there. <laughs> so at any rate, for some reason in Alberta, I don't know, maybe Canada, or maybe it was just the venue. It seems like Halloween is more for kids, which again I'm okay with, but I still want to do some fun things too. Like in LA, we went to the Queen Mary, that's in Long Beach, and it's a haunted, supposed to be a haunted ship, and they did such a good job. We had an absolute blast of like dressing up and that was mostly adults too like it was crazy like they were really like i don't know if they're paid actors or they had like real makeup on and then and they were chasing you around and i don't think there's a ton of halloween people out there to be honest with you i think i think that it's they're few and far between i don't know what it is about halloween i like that i like the dressing up and i like the it makes me feel like a kid like it's you use your imagination like the i like horror movies but i like the old school I think Halloween just came out with a new one, though. But I'm more of like an old school, like 80s Halloween guy. When they're they're not it scary, they're more like funny, <laughs> they're like entertaining. Do you have like Jason standing behind a pillar and he's just looking? <laughs> That's not scary. He's just looking at you. Like if someone was like standing outside your window, I mean that's a bit scary. There are scary horror movies, but those old 80s ones are like, or when the guys like walking after you. And the one person's running and then the guys, the other guy, the, I don't know, the, I don't know what you call him. The villain is like walking <laughs> and they, and the person's like running and they like keep tripping and they're falling and you're like, oh my gosh, it's so ridiculous. It's funny, but <laughs> I still like them. I don't know why. And here's the thing is that we usually don't um, decorate for every theme. Like we're, it's maybe it's an excuse, but like we're both have full-time jobs and we're, we're busy and we got things going on, a lot of things going on. So we don't always decorate. So we decorate a little bit for Halloween, almost never for Thanksgiving, but always for Christmas. At any rate, there's so much madness going on right now that we're like, we need some joy in our lives. We're making a commitment to this year to decorate for every theme. And so this year we got a bunch of pumpkins all around the house and we put a like welcome fall or, you know, like how people decorate. Like, we don't usually do that. But so anyways, this year, we we had the scarecrow on a hay bale. And we're going to do that again this year. And I thought I thought like maybe I should sit there in with the pumpkin head this year <laughs> and scare the kids. But here's the thing: is that we don't get many kids. We actually had one year. Their kids are all across the street. But I think we have there's a house like the the house over here is empty. No one lives there. And then this house over there on the other side of us, it's, I think they're renters and they, they, they don't decorate. They don't do anything. So if there's like, we know as kids and we we're doing trick or treating, if the lights were off, you don't go to that house. And we had, and it was really nice that we had the door open and we had the, like some Halloween music and we had some Halloween candy and the kids were across the street <laughs> because one of the corner houses was all decorated and the light is all lit up. And we really want, we get like, like a dozen kids maybe and we we really like it like the kids are just they're cute and adorable and we like love to talk to them in their costumes so we only had a few kids come by and like there are kids across the street and i was like i was like hey i was like hey kids we got some candy over here <laughs> oh my gosh <clears throat> it sounds ridiculous we were i gotta tell you i don't know i was we were laughing so hard yesterday and it was a bit cold out and we were out there for a few hours and we were laughing so hard that my voice is just, I feel like it's like, <laughs> but um, like Freddie, 
<laughs> but I was I was talking to the kids. I was like, hey, we got candy. And Dorothy's like, uh, I don't know if you should be doing that. I was like, you're right. It does sound very creepy. <laughs> but um, we did. We, we got these. We actually had this Laurel. She did an amazing job. She I did the. I was the scarecrow, and Dorothy was was uh, was Dorothy from the Wizard of Oz. Coincidentally, both our favorite movie. And she did an amazing job of like makeup for both of us. It was so much fun. But we could only wear it. We only wore it that one night. And you sit there for an hour or more doing makeup, and then it didn't seem didn't seem worth it. And then we went to that. That was in Calgary, and we went to that haunted house kind of place, and it was all like kids, like younger kids. So we felt a little bit out of place <laughs> but this year we're gonna go to cat is anyone else doing anything for halloween this year we're gonna go to calgary i think and they have all those pumpkins it's advertised everywhere they've done a really good job of marketing it but they've got like thousands and thousands of like super like professionally done pumpkins and i think we're gonna go check that out as well but um yeah ha- halloween fun oh I, I know i was gonna say because i was thinking about sitting on the deck and scaring the kids but um a guy did that like two or three houses down he's newer to the area and they decorate their house they decorate for all seasons which is pretty cool i like the festivity and um the festiveness and that's the thing like i feel like we got to do stuff we have to do stuff to be like happy and joyful we have to go out and find things because it's so easy to just sit around and be negative or feel sorry for yourself or like it's there's a lot of people struggling right now not not feeling fantastic mental health and physical health so if you can go out and do stuff even if you're not really like a halloween person like get out and go do stuff have some, have some fun um but um i forget what i was gonna say but oh i was gonna say when we're in la like on in a regular year there's so much to do like the, there's haunted house we did a haunted hayride the year after we did the queen mary and it was so much fun it, like it really is you got to go you got to go out and you got to do something and then we wanted to do uh, Universal Studios, they do a really good one. Like, t- of course, the tickets, depending on where you go, tickets are, are a bit more, but um, a bit more expensive. But I think if you're going to invest in your mental health, you got to do some fun stuff once in a while. Um, but anyways, that was that year where everything kind of shut down. We didn't get a chance to go to Universal. So I'll look forward to doing that in the future. Oh, I was saying that the guy a few houses down, he's I'm pointing that way because he's literally that way. And he scared some kids. He was dressed up and he scared some kids. And they're they're a little bit younger. Maybe a bit, maybe a bit too young to scare, but maybe he didn't know. I don't know. I think it was a cool idea. <laughs> but he, we actually knew the kids who he scared. So they came up to do trick-or-treating. I think he ran out of the house like, Rah! <laughs> and the kids, we knew the kids. And they came over here. They're like traumatized. They didn't really want to come to the door. And um it's all about your mindset. Like you could be like, oh, this is going to be fun. This is going to be scary. This is going to be a great time. It's going to be miserable if you get there. If you already have the mindset of like whatever you're doing, doesn't even have to be Halloween. This is going to be miserable or not fun. You're not going to have a good time. And this was the first time we went to like a real haunted house kind of thing. And I got to tell you, it was amazing. Like they had perfect, like, look like professional, like they look like real people. So we, and, and Dorothy and I were like, we love Halloween, so we're, well, I love it more than she does, but she's kind of getting into it more and more. So we're like, oh my gosh, this is a little creepy. They had like guys dressed up in costumes and like staring at you. And then they had like these, I don't know what you call them, but when they can do like the contortionist, like she was like on her, on her hands like this. And she put like one leg over her shoulder and was like walking like that. I'm telling you, it was crazy. So we were freaked out walking in and then they had like this huge... I don't know what you call it. It was like a walkway, 
like a huge arch and there's a guy with a microphone like all dressed up like with a creepy voice like welcome to <laughs> and so we walked in and we're like oh my gosh and then so the guy could see fear in our faces and one of the guys like walked over and then like he dorothy and i were like kind of like a bit freaked out and he saw and he started like running at us like full sprint <laughs> and me and her were like <laughs> so we take off running and we're running like through this it's, it's a huge area so we're like running in circles and this guy's chasing us and we lost one of our friends <laughs> oh my gosh it was so crazy but um but that was the mindset, right? If you're like, uh, that guy's an actor or that guy's like just dressed up, then it's just, I just don't feel like it's as much fun. Maybe we went to a bit of extreme when we were actually terrified that some <laughs> guy paid to stand in a suit. It was, it was crazy. I wish I could share that with you. Most people don't like to be scared. I don't think. And then it takes a bit more time and effort to get dressed up and it's more for kids and then the other thing is the candy thing. And a lot of parents write in and they're like, they're like, what do we do with our candy? How do we get our kids to not eat so much candy? Why does their candy need to be everywhere? And that's the thing is that with any kind of holiday or vacation, whatever you want to call it, it starts early. Like it starts way early. So Halloween has already started. People are like, oh, it's a couple weeks till Halloween. No, it's not. <laughs> it started. So you go to, I don't know what it's like now. I don't go, I don't go to these places too much, but if you go to banks or you go to retail stores, you see, um, can't like bowls of candy everywhere. And then you have people that are bringing in uh, candy, like bowls of candy, or you have people that are like, oh, here's pumpkin pie or pumpkin muffins, and they're not so healthy. So the thing is that people struggle with it now. And then that's not even the hardest part. The hardest part is, in, is when you have the kids, like the kids have candy. And they, so the kids get the candy and they're every, every place they stop, they're getting candy. Then they get a huge bag of candy. So they're eating it for weeks after. And it's a, it's a, it's a struggle for parents. And of course we know teachers and listen to teachers talk about what candy is like to kids. Like it, it like doesn't say messes with their brain, but their brains are like performed different, differently on sugar. So the kids will try to bring Halloween candy in their lunch. And Dorothy's like, no, uh-uh. Cause she wants the kids to learn. And that's nothing to say that other teachers don't, but she's like, no, we're not doing that here. So she'll tell the parents not to, not to bring kids candy. And if the kids bring candy in their lunch, they don't get to eat it till, I don't know what time, two, two thirty, three. when they're getting, when they're headed out the door, like <laughs> not dealing with that because like you, you want to create a, a learning environment, right? And if the kids are hopped up on sugar running around the classroom in circles, like we were at the Queen Mary, <laughs> it's slightly different. It's a slightly different learning experience, but um, have you guys heard about the witch switch? I love this one. So what you do is it's kind of like the tooth fairy. <laughs> so you get your bag of candy and one of my, one of my good friends, she did this, she's been doing this with her kids. Well, her kids are grown now, but um, she would let the kids pull out like a, a handful of their favorites. And it was just that one night. So you, you get to pull out a handful of your favorite candies, treats, whatever you want. And you put them to the side and then you can eat them on, I don't know if you could eat them on certain days or what it was. They did something called yucky Sunday, which I loved. And on Sunday they can have, I don't, it wasn't like an all day thing, but they can have like fast food or they can have candy or chocolates or ice cream, whatever it was. But I loved it because it wasn't like an all week thing. It wasn't like a dessert every night or it wasn't like a, Oh, can we go get ice cream? Because it's nice out. Like whatever it is, it's like, um, actually we're going to wait till yucky Sunday. And it was like something for them to look forward to. And then it almost like a deterrence from not 
having treats every single night of the week. So th- I thought that was really cool. And then she donated the candy. She just gave the other candy away. And just And that was a thing from kid, like from when you're a young kid, if you're doing that at an early age and you're saying, okay, this is how much candy I get, the rest we're going to give to kids that don't have the opportunity to go trick-or-treating or whatever it is, or whatever you choose to to tell them, then that's much different than getting candy and eating candy for weeks after Halloween. And then there's the the witch switch was when, how I initially started talking about this is that you put your bet. So you take what do you same kind of deal. You take a handful of your candies, you take some of your favorites, and then you put your Halloween bag on the front step and the witch will take your candy and it'll switch you for something else. And I don't know what that something else can be. I just heard, I think there was a, there's a kid in like grade one or two that got like an iPad or for their, for their birthday. And I'm like, what? I'm not, I'm not here to judge. In my opinion, my perspective, that's a bit young to be giving a kid a computer. <laughs> a small, here's a computer for your birthday. We had some other friends that they, their kids were just recently, their kids are 14 years old. They don't have a cell phone, 15 years old. And some people are like, oh, it's a safety thing. I want my kids to be safe. And I think like, kind of think the opposite of all the things that kids can do on phones. But I also heard then, and then I heard, so we have friends, like we all have, and they're getting, like, there's all kinds of things that get into all kinds of trouble. Um, I don't know how much I should share about that, but I'm sure you guys know what could be happening with teenagers and their phones. But um, getting a kid started out at this, like a really young age, I just don't, I don't know. That's a tough one for me. <laughs> I'm not, like I said, I'm not going to judge any parent for, for doing that, but I probably wouldn't. <laughs> that's, that's my opinion and that's my perspective. Probably wouldn't be given kids technology that young. You see it now, like it's probably a completely different subject, but you see it now, like kids will just gravitate to phones and electronics. I think it's because it's like bright and shiny and moving. But I, I really like the idea of keeping kids away from electronics as long as possible. Because a like a youth, there's one there's one thought process where well, the sooner you get them on there, the sooner they'll be great at them, and then they can take over the world because everything's run by electronics now. Anyways, and for me, it's like they're so naturally good at it. Anyway, like we didn't grow up with technology and phones. I was in college, and I was the last person. To have a cell phone last one of my friends to have a cell phone that sounds crazy now right because we have kids in grade one and two that have cell phones but they're going to be good at it regardless like maybe they're not going to be a coder <laughs> or maybe they will be but now it's now they're they start at such a young age and they're always around it they always see tvs tablets phones laptops so they're they're going to be it's part of their life they're going to be much better at it than we were and um you know, it's really cool. I, I see some, you, usually you think like, for me, you think it's the kids and the teenagers that are bad. And then for me, I know most of our audience is women, no offense, women, but more, I see more women on phones, but I've also seen a couple, um, older gentlemen on their phones and they like love their phones. They, they love to like show pictures or show videos, or they're like flipping on their phone at the dinner table. And I'm like, I just think it's kind of funny that it doesn't matter. I don't think it doesn't matter what age you are. It doesn't matter what age, doesn't matter what gender. Like, like we're so addicted to phones and technology and it's crazy. It's, it's really crazy because it's, it's fun. You're not just taking the candy away from the kids. You're, you're saying, Hey, the witch is coming tonight. Make sure you give her a good chunk of your candy. So she gives you something nice in return. I don't know that, but I also heard, so we used to get like, I don't know if it was quarters or loonies or toonies. And, um, I heard that kids are getting like, 10 or 20 bucks for a tooth now. 
And I know there's inflation going on, but I mean, come on. That's a lot of money for a tooth. So for a bag of candy, I don't know. You might have to mortgage the ranch. <laughs> and it says not usually. I don't know what you mean. I'm not sure what you're referring to in it. But um, yeah, that seems like a lot. It's a lot for, for me to comprehend. But I mean, we live simply though. Like we live, we have, we have a few nice things. We have small places, like small homes. And we have, um, we buy clothes at the thrift store. Like, but that's our lifestyle. Like that's what we like to do. I'd rather, I would rather go buy clothes at the thrift store than buy brand new clothes. It just makes me feel better. Like there's, there's an overabundance of, of clothes. Like people throw clothes away. People have clothes in their, um, in their closets that have price tags on them. And, um, I'm not going to, like, I'm like, I'm not here to judge anyone. I'm just saying like for me personally, knowing that there's good clothes that are used <laughs> that I could buy instead of buying brand new, I would rather buy used. We got some new true form gear and that's obviously for marketing purposes, <laughs> but, um, but getting into getting, like going to the thrift store, like, and that's everyone, like everyone has a different opinion. My laptop is 10 years old and I, I should probably get another one because I should probably get another one be because it doesn't work as efficiently as it should. Like it's a bit slow and that's not being productive. That's not being efficient. But then I think like it still works pretty good. And then I think like what happens to it? The battery, I have to leave it plugged in most of the time. If, um, if I don't plug it in often, it'll die and to buy, to replace the battery costs as much as a new computer. <laughs> so. Any, but anyways, what I think is like, well, what's going to happen? This computer is going to go in the junkyard. They may use some pieces and then it's going to fill a landfill. So for me, I'm like, nah, I don't really want to get rid of it. But that, that's just me. So a kid, so, so there's kids and we have an, an old, um, we don't even have a TV. We don't have a TV in either of our places here or LA. And we have, we, we watch Netflix on sometimes on a laptop and sometimes on an old, mostly on an old tablet. And it doesn't, it's so old that it doesn't, you can't even get on in the internet. <laughs> Does that sound crazy? So there's so many hidden treasures, but anyways, that was just saying that's my perspective. We've got this old, this old tablet and we'll watch like one show a night or we'll watch a movie on the weekend. That's it. It's not like, I know some people, like as soon as they wake up in the morning, they turn the TV on, fall asleep with the TV on. So, but that's a different lifestyle. Like if that's what, if that's how you choose to live, then who like no one should be able to tell you any different. Um, but I'm just saying like you have someone in grade one, like a little kid in grade one has a brand new piece of electronic or who knows, maybe grade six or, or a 14 year old, they got brand new like phones and tablets. And then you're like, <laughs> it's just really hard for me to wrap. Maybe I'm just more old school. It's hard for me to wrap my head around. Um, and then of course you have to look at the trade, right? Look, if we're talking about the witch switch, for example, look at the trade. <laughs> I mean, like if you're taking candy, if you're taking candy and then you're replacing it with something that may be just as unhealthy, <laughs> then it's not really a beneficial trade now, is it? <laughs> but there's a bunch of different things that you can do. I mean, I'm not one of those people that I'm saying that you kids should never have candy. I mean, you got to be a kid, like let a kid be a kid. But I think it's just oh, like overabundance. Like there's this huge gap between quality and substance and things that are less than and detrimental to your health. So I feel like we have way too much electronics, <laughs> sugar, candy, violence. That's like way up here. There's way too much. And then you have more substance, like more conversations, more hugs, more compassion, more love. I think, you know, food and natural food and farming, packaged food and sugar, like there's a huge gap there. And 
if we could find a way to close that gap. So what I'm saying is here, like, I feel like kids can have candy. They just get too much of it. You know, like kids can have electronics. They just get too much of it. And um, if we could find a way to close that gap, I think we'd be healthier as a society. And, um, you know, I I feel like things happen for a reason. I really do. Like, this is a very challenging time in, in our world, but I feel like there's silver lining and there's a positive aspect to everything. And, um, I just think that there's going to be benefits coming here in the future that we've just, we've overused in society. We, we, there's less of, there's less of the things that we need and too much of the things that we don't need. And I feel like we've come to a tipping point where that has to change for the survival of our planet, of our relationships, of our people. And I think there's going to be a lot of good to come out of the ashes when that time comes. I just feel like we have the, we're, we're going, we do and we will have more of an opportunity to be cool, family oriented, orientated, community oriented. Like this one's a tough one right now to talk about is the shipping, but the shipping ports in Los Angeles, Vancouver, I know particularly because we live like in LA, you can actually see, we like we live across the street from the, like we have a place across the street from the ocean. You can see the boats piled up, lined up, waiting to get into the ports. Crazy, right? But those plate, like those are in most case, like those aren't handmade. They're not homemade products. Those products aren't um, supporting a community. In most cases, those products are supporting giant corporations. And um, I don't know if people want to hear this, but I feel like it's a good thing. Like I feel like people are, are almost going to be forced to go support their neighbor they're going to go and they're like, oh, we got all these little artisan shops or I call them artesian shops. I feel like the word should be artesian, but all these little artesian shops where it's homemade or it's woodwork or it's not cheap plastic that's going to break made in the manufacturer across the country or in another, yeah, another country. And um, there's, I just feel like there's a lot of good if we could change our mind a little bit or our perspective, like more, more communities, more families, more connection, more personalization, more supporting local instead of the other mindset of a lack. Like we're not going to have stuff on the shelves. Prices are going to go up. I can't afford this. I can't afford get like whatever it is. Like anything could be negative if we put it that way, but we could find positives in everything too. And I'm, I'm really hoping that's my optimism. That's my hope. <laughs> and that's, I think that's what gets me through the day and gets me through the week when you hear, I mean, I'm involved too. I'm on social media all day and you see people like all the negative posts and comments and videos. It's endless. And you go down, you got to dig yourself out of the rabbit hole. And then some days, like you think about the craziness that's happening in the world and you're like, how could this possibly be happening? And the only thing that gets me through the day is no, is, is the belief that things have to get better and things are going to get better in an extreme rate. Like things are going to get they probably get worse before they get better. But once we hit that rock bottom, <laughs> they're going to get so much better that the world is going to change. And that's why I said, like, when I was talking about businesses, like businesses are like some businesses are waiting for things to go back to normal. Things are never going to be back to that normal that we knew. But I feel like as we adapt and as we change, we're going to be more connected to family, more connected to communities. And we're going to, um, things are going to get better. Like things have to get better especially when they get, when they're so bad, like I got to believe that at any rate, I'm going to wrap things up here. I always enjoy coming in here and hanging out with you guys. There's a lot of Facebook users that just want to use Facebook, but a lot of you guys know that I was, 
I told you I talked about I wasn't able to get on for two or three days or three or four days, whatever it was. So I had to find different avenues and different options. And Telegram was one of them. And it's a different, quite different, but it's mostly a messaging app. But I feel like things, things got to change and, and things got to adapt. And that's including social media. So if you're just stuck on one platform and you're not able to get on, for example, that's how you connect with your people, your family, your friends. And, and that, and that take, and if that's taken away, like I guess Facebook was down for a whole day. Um, if that's how you connect, you really feel like we got to have different avenues and different options. But I'm also hoping that it's not going to be so much social media. Like I said, it's going to be more interaction, more face-to-face, more phone calls. Um, have a great weekend. Happy Halloween. And stay tuned. All right, that's going to wrap things up for this edition of Exploring Mind and Body. Once again, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning in and being a part of our True Form Life community. You can always find us on facebook.com slash trueformlife. We post up there a couple times a day on our story. We're always trying to bring you more content around living a healthy lifestyle, whether that be nutrition, fitness, lifestyle, and more. We also have free challenges that we do at least once a month. So if you follow us along there, you'll be able to join maybe a plank challenge or a squat challenge, Tabata challenge, whatever it may be we'd love to have you join us we're also on instagram.com slash drew tadia again we're posting up there a couple times a day along with our story all dedicated to keeping you fit and healthy and on track our main website is trueformlife.com if you want to check out some of our products some of our services or if you just want some great content from videos to blog posts and recipes and more we got all that at trueformlife.com. Once again, thank you so much for being here. That's it. That's all I got. I'm out of here. As always, I'm your host, Drew Tadio, in health and fitness for a better world. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia, fitness expert. To find out more about the show, Drew Tadia, or to listen to past shows, visit exploringmindandbody.com.